What's up, everybody? How you doing? Welcome to the stream, my second podcasty stream. No guests this time, but we're just doing me. What's up? My hair's a fucking mess. It's windy as fuck, and I went skateboarding outside today, so it's it's a mess. But it is what it is. How's everybody doing? Uh, a lot of people have asked me to talk about this, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go into detail uh, about why I have stopped playing Final Fantasy XIV. And interestingly enough, it is a question that uh, a lot of people have been asking themselves that I know that I played the game with, and so they're actually had a similar response in um, that, that I ultimately had uh, as to why I quit. Let me adjust this camera here. It's a little wonky. Let me get myself more centered here. There we go. But, fuck, what's this thing doing? Hold up. Oh, it was stuck. Excuse me. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a little bit of time. Let some people uh, file in here. Um, and then we're going to get started um, on this topic as to why uh, I quit playing Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I've said it a few times. Uh, in previous streams that I think Final Fantasy fourteen is a good game. It's just a really shitty MMO. Uh I stand by that, but I wanna I want to uh um expand on that because that's too simple. Um because it it's missing Final Fantasy fourteen is missing a, a lot of things. And I and I'm going to I'm going to be very specific with it now First off, I want to. I know that the the Final Fantasy XIV community is extremely passionate about the game, and I respect that. That's fine. Uh, just because I'm shitting on parts of a game or saying things I don't like about a game, they're not personal attacks on you. Okay, if you like it, more power to you. That's great. Uh, that's fine. Uh, you, we can disagree, and and there's no there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you liking the game when I don't. Uh, and even saying I don't like the game is is not true. It's 100% not true. So, I'm going to go ahead and, and just get into it. The big reason that I do not... The, the biggest thing, I should say, that is missing from Final Fantasy XIV is a core idea and a core... Uh, system that is not only in nearly every MMORPG except Final Fantasy XIV, but it's in almost every single RPG because it's it's a it's a core system that fundamentally makes uh an RPG what it is. So, what is that core system? Well, to put it frankly, it's character progression the feeling of going somewhere for example getting your ass kicked uh, and then you go level up get better gear whatever whatever that means make a better build and then you go back and you stomp that content uh, or at least do a much better job and survive the content uh, it can be either but you feel character progression and character progression is something that without a doubt you should be able to do every single day you play that game. A perfect example of a game that does this flawlessly is Elden Ring, um, Dark Souls 3. The Soulsborne games definitely do that, but I'm going to go even further back to make my point here. So if you look at uh, games like the original, like Final Fantasy 4, Final Fantasy 6, uh, 7, 8, 9, had this core functionality. I'm talking about single player games here first, right? So we have in Final Fantasy 4 um, you'd go find, you go to areas, get your ass kicked, you'd level up go back maybe find like, you know, the crystal sword or a better weapon or whatever for Cecil, something like that. You go back, but you know you, you level up until you have the Meteo or, uh, you know, for, for Rydia or her best summon, you'd go get her best summon Bahamut or you go do that and you could go back to that content and have a much easier time, and you felt your characters, um, excuse me, get stronger. Final Fantasy VI, uh, with um, equipping espers, you would do that. 
and you would constantly, every time you played and went leveling up or, or did, you know, the the next part of the storyline, you would have progression of your, your party. And you could, you know, interchange characters, summon them, let them go. And they would come back and you would get uh, stronger as the more you played the game. Final Fantasy VII, uh, you could make builds via the Materia system and equip different weapons and, you know, bangles and, uh, and accessories to essentially, in, in some situations, be unkillable. You you would make these builds, right? And Final Fantasy VIII, GF junctioning, all that stuff worked in a similar way where you could make builds and you could become stronger. This is something that continuously you saw in RPG shit all the way back to Zelda like Link to the Past right or the original Zelda for Nintendo you would get better items so that you could actually do the dungeons and move forward so there's player progression character progression existed right uh, now in an old game like Zelda builds didn't really exist but you had you know character progression every time you played the game you got stronger uh, the more you played you go and you could feel that strength and see that strength in, in, in areas that you went to. Now, you say, well, Raz, that's, that's all, those are fucking single-player games. You know, the, it's, it's, you can't do that in MMOs. No, you can, and it has been done. Uh, it's been done almost all the time. But it is more tricky, I'll give you that. It is more tricky because you don't want something unfair to break every, other people's experience in a multiplayer game, right? But that's not an excuse. You still have to do it. Uh, going all the way back to Assurance Call, you know, what what abilities, uh, and this is MMO territory now, the abilities, um, the the skills that you chose, whether if you wanted them to be specialized, trained, or untrained, made a huge difference. You know, wh where you wanted to focus your character, is your character a sword user, is your character a bow user, is your character a mage, and you would, you would theory craft and craft these builds and where to put your experience points you know, in different situations. Even games, uh, and then, you know, moving on to other games, even games like World of Warcraft still had very heavy character building mechanics in there from the talent systems. Even the shit system, uh, talent system that was introduced in World of Warcraft uh, with Mists of Pandaria, which is, thank God, being removed from the game uh, with Dragonflight. They're actually going back to the more complex versions of the original talent tree, but I digress. Even those still functioned in a player power kind of way because you would go into raids, you would go into boss fights, and you would switch. Uh, I even did it back when I was still playing. Uh, switch your talents around depending on what the boss encounter you were going. You know, it was this boss encounter had a lot of AOE. If you if it did, then 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 that's what you would do. You would switch your build up to be aoe focused uh, if if not if it was single target you switch it up that way if it was a mix you try to find a balance uh even that existed uh in the more modern versions of wow we all know that the more modern versions of wow and i'm talking about anything after legion and, and of course warlords or draenor is, is god awful right um final fantasy 14 tells a very very good story is it the best Final Fantasy story ever? No. Is it bad? Absolutely not. It's it's one of the best stories in an MMORPG. In fact, I would say that one of the only MMORPGs I've ever seen where I, I enjoyed being a part of the story more because it was it was less on rails was uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. But this isn't about the story. The story had nothing to do with why I quit uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. In fact, if anything, the story is what made me play Final Fantasy fourteen um, much longer than I wanted to. So. We're going into player progression here, player power, right? Final Fantasy XIV doesn't have it. If you think it does, uh, and you're in chat, I'd love to hear your argument. If not, and you're watching this after the fact, send me an email if you think explaining in detail. You know, just don't just name call. But Final Fantasy XIV does not have player power progression, and Final Fantasy XIV is not the only mmo that does this elder scrolls last time i played elder scrolls i haven't played in a long time did this too so for example if every zone you go in levels with you if every zone you enter scales with you and final fantasy 14 actually doesn't do this uh thank god but they all all the enemies stay your power level so no matter how strong you get they the game never changes and never feels different you never felt like you anything you did was worth your time or effort uh fortunately 14 doesn't necessarily do that uh but uh what I mean by player progression is, okay, what causes player progression? First off, builds. Making a build of your character, even fuck, for fuck's sake, even Destiny and Destiny 2 
and Division, Division 2, which those games overall are pretty poor games, uh, have this. And they're not even necessarily RPGs. They're third and first person shooters. But Final Fantasy XIV has no build diversity. Uh, there's no way to specialize your character or change your character up. If you, you, know, if you play a samurai, uh, there's no way to be really different than the other players in the game that play samurai or optimize your samurai outside of just learning your rotation better. Um, learning your rotation better should is definitely important and should definitely be a part of the experience and what makes you better at the game. But that's not that shouldn't be the only factor that determines if you can beat content or not. Um, leveling in most MMOs means nothing now. Uh, while in you know the old school sandbox MMOs, leveling up your character was a very 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 big deal, um, and uh, leveling up your character was there was no end end game level cap to say like the game didn't start at any particular level in those old MMOs. And I know that's not what WoW and Final Fantasy fourteen and, and these modern games are trying to be, and that's okay. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not great at that right. So uh, for example. Um, Every Dark Knight in Final Fantasy XIV is the same as every other Dark Knight. Uh, you can get different stat allocations, but that doesn't change the way your character plays. It doesn't change the way... You might get cooldowns and be able to play a little faster because of skill speed builds or something, but your rotation is not going to change. Uh, how you play your character will, will, will not change, no matter what gear you equip in Final Fantasy XIV. And there's no talent trees or specs or anything like that to, to fuck around with and to change up to try something different either. So... You know, you're, you're, all the jobs in Final Fantasy XIV are very, very, very static. Uh, and it's just how they are. So that moves a step further where gear then also becomes meaningless. Uh, I've never seen a game trivialize its own content and its own gear faster than Final Fantasy XIV. Some gear that comes out because of how crafty gear in the game works is irrelevant the day it comes out, like some content. So a 24 man raid. People say, yeah, well, the, the gear that drops from the 24-man raid is for catch-up. Like, you don't need catch-up. Go to the fucking auction house and buy, you know, the, the current crafted set, and you're almost as powerful as someone in uh, Savage Gear, right? So, that's... Gear serves no purpose in Final Fantasy XIV except to clear the content outside of ultimate raids, which, by the way, we only get one ultimate raid every two years. So, that's not justification for why you need Savage Mode raid gear. But the only thing Savage Mode Raid Gear is good for is to do the content that gave you the Savage Mode Gear faster. And to me, I'm not a parser. I've never been a parser or a logger in um, MMOs, really. I'll take a look and see how I'm doing, but I don't obsess over them, right? So the gear is pointless, and it doesn't change your character. Counteract that with, like, tier sets. In World of Warcraft, that some tier sets didn't really do much, but others drastically changed how your character played, how you would play, what your rotation would be, what talents you took would change once you got tier sets. Same with the PvP gear in, in World of Warcraft, where you'd get bonuses that would actually help you um, beat people without the bonuses, give you an edge over people without that gear in PvP. Uh, and some PvP gear was good to take into PvE and vice versa. The two bled into each other. Um, sometimes that's good, sometimes it's not. But that's we're not. I'm not debating. Like I'm not. This is not a debate of WoW is better because that's not what I'm saying. I'm just giving examples of progression systems that exist in other games. And almost every RPG has these systems, except Final Fantasy XIV. Um, any gear you get in XIV has no effect in PvP. Uh, everybody who PvPs, like, seriously in Final Fantasy XIV, I know there's not a lot of you out there, but it, it's just as static as people going into... In fact, I'd say even more static, because everything's normalized, gear's normalized, and everyone only has access to the same, like, five or six skills on each job. So, to me, that that was an eating feeling I had for a long time of I was like man I'm just not enjoying Final Fantasy 14 as an MMO anymore I can't log in every day and enjoy it I can't no life it like I did other games I can't you know really outside of the story nothing was pulling me to the game and so I had to really think why what's missing something's missing and it's the simple fact of character progression and 
I know most MMOs in this day and age, they time gate everything. You know, you can only go in, uh, do certain amount of content, certain amount of times per week or per day. And I think that's shit too. I think that needs to go away in all MMOs because Final Fantasy XIV is not the only one guilty of this. But every day you log in, you should be able, even if it's only by a minuscule amount, make your character stronger and feel that strength and see that strength in the activities that you do. Uh, it just frankly doesn't have it. Um, Final Fantasy XIV's endgame, especially for me, has gotten quite stale. Uh, way more stale than any endgame has gotten for me, even when I was playing World of Warcraft. So, for example, when, when World of Warcraft got really stale for me, um, I would just leave the game for a while, and then a new patch would come out, and I would want to do the new raid or the new season of PvP or something, right? Something kind of pulled me back. Excuse me, I'll take a quick drink. And by the way, if anything I'm saying at any time, anybody can chime in and give their opinion. You don't have to agree with me either. Um, but I would be happy to go back uh, because I would experience this new stuff and I'd have some catching up to do on gear and that type of thing. I could just go to the auction house and, you know, boom, I'm, I'm, I'm up to the gear level. Uh, while in, but in Final Fantasy fourteen. I would leave and then a new patch would come out there. I look at these new raids and instantly I was like, oh, that's a cool boss. That's a cool raid. But it would be meaningless to me. Um, the sense of accomplishment. Uh, there's a reason why I don't know Mythic Raid in, in WoW when I was playing WoW. Why I don't Mythic Raid anymore? Because the biggest benefit you get from Mythic Raiding in WoW is the, I guess, satisfaction that you put in all that effort and work to beat the boss. Not so much the gear. The gear doesn't make that big of a difference in Mythic. Um, that wasn't enough for me to do Mythic. I'm like, no, I don't need to feel the accomplishment of having spent 150, 200 pulls on one boss to, to kill it. That, that kind of accomplishment doesn't do a whole lot for me. Um, but that's every boss above normal mode in Final Fantasy XIV, that feeling, right? Where it's like, okay, I'll feel good that I beat that, but that's it, and that's so temporary, and uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't feel the push to do anything above normal just to see the story, because the story is, is good, and the story is what I want to see. The characters and, and what the bosses are, how they fall in line with the story, but as far as difficult content, there's no incentive for me to do it, right? I mean, I, you got to keep in mind too, I came from back in the day where sandbox MMOs were, that's how I even started raiding in any MMO in, in World of Warcraft was I was just standing in Orgrimmar and I saw a dude in tier one warrior set, this Taran warrior, and I, I remember messaging him and said, hey, where did you get that? And he's like, you got it from Molten Core, this raid. And I didn't even know what raiding was. I was like, what's that? And he, he kind of explained it to me. So I was determined, man, like, I want that gear. It looks cool. It's so strong. It's epic gear. I want to get that. So then I learned about raiding. I started, you know, obviously very poorly uh, getting into raiding in that game. Um, I didn't really become the raiding god that I am now uh, until Burning Crusade. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, that was the motivation is like I could get something so rare and unique and powerful and it felt powerful both in PvE and PvP, but it took a lot of effort and time to get. Not everyone had it, right? It wasn't the status quo for everyone to have, you know, the tier one set for Molten Core. Well, and you, you counteract that to like, you know, Final Fantasy fourteen, where you have to the Savage Gear means very little. Um Gear in that game mostly serves as a barrier of you can't queue for this activity unless your gear is this minimum. And then once you have that, it doesn't matter. You, if you get better gear, you'll just be able to redo that content but beat it faster, essentially, because uh, skill is really all that matters in, in getting a boss down. And I would, I would even go so far to say not even skill, it's memorization. Memorizing each dance and executing it flawless, which does take skill, but... Yeah, and knowing the strategy, and then you can you can literally turn your brain off. I mean, there were several savage fights in uh, Stormblood when I would go in and do it. I my brain was turned off because I had every single minute of every fight memorized, and you just you would just step through it and wouldn't even think. And then you know the loot drops and it's kind of irrelevant, and then you 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 kept moving forward. But the story experience I got was fantastic, but it was no different between the two difficulties. Normal and Savage mode, there was no difference in the, the story experience, with the exception of, you know, the final boss of a tier they would sometimes add in. 
an additional story bit, which I thought was cool. But when I go through all that trouble to see it, just to see it, when I can just, you know, type it in in YouTube and see it, you know, see see what happens, um, that little story thing. Final Fantasy XIV is fundamentally missing a core, not MMORPG, but an RPG mechanic, which is player power and player progression, which should be possible every single day, even in minuscule amounts. It should be possible, and it just, it quite frankly, doesn't exist. Um, and Dragon, that's, that's, uh, that's totally fine. Like, I'm not here, I'm not making this video to shit on Final Fantasy XIV. I had a lot of fun in that game. I think it's a good game. Um, it's it's a good game, uh, but kind of a shitty MMO to be honest. But it's it, it's really it's really weird. It's it, if, to me, I guess the best way I can describe it is Final Fantasy fourteen feels like you, you're reading a book, and every few months uh, they add in another chapter or two for you to read because the story is quite entertaining, quite good. Um, but it kind of fails as an RPG, and it definitely, I think, fails as an MMORPG because there are just core systems that even RPGs from the 90s had, which, you know, those systems were taken from Dungeons & Dragons, the board game, put into RPGs, single-player RPGs, and then all the MMOs adopted those same things because you need those to be really fluent, good RPG games. And then, but it seemed like Final Fantasy XIV just just doesn't have them why i don't know i'm not going to shit on yoshi because i think he did an amazing job with what he had with what he had to go into um to you know pick up the slack of a failed project which was the original final fantasy 14 but he had to you know i don't know i don't understand because especially because he came from games like lineage and um world of warcraft and he really enjoyed those games but Character building should be a core function of an RPG. Sandbox or otherwise. And it exists in old games. In Final Fantasy 4, Final Fantasy 2, Final Fantasy 1 even. Final Fantasy 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Uh, ARPGs like Diablo. Diablo, uh, not so much Diablo 1. Diablo 1 still had it, but it was very, very shallow. Uh, but Diablo 2, Diablo 3. Um, it was in you know Path of Exile. It has RPG. It has these functions. World of Warcraft, Assurance Call, Dark Age of Camelot, character building. Uh, it just doesn't exist in Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, Final Fantasy XIV is more of a socialization and communication game in more aspects. Uh, I've seen X-Raiders just not do recent raids anymore because of many reasons. To be honest, I just get burnout now in it. Yeah, I mean, and the, I think burnout is normal, uh, Vax, but I think... Um, I I think burnout accelerates if there's no carrot on the end of the stick. You know what I mean? Burnout, you get burned out much faster if the only content that you're doing is to do that content faster, which is what Savage Rating is, right? You get burned out more if you feel like nothing you do changes your character. You feel like you can't adapt. Because if you really look at it, right, there are so many mechanics um, outside of... Uh, and like, for example, I'll use WoW as an example again. There are so many raids that raid encounters I've remembered from the past that you could trivialize certain mechanics or skip certain mechanics, not based off of your DPSing harder, so numbers bigger, you skipped mechanic. As it is, that's the only way to do anything about the mechanics in 14 in a, in a fight, is just to kill through it. Um, but based on your build in World of Warcraft, you can completely trivialize certain mechanics. Um, I even did it last time I played when we were doing, when my my guild was still raiding Sanctum of Domination. There was a mechanic. I'll, I'll give a perfect example. There was a mechanic on um, one of the bosses. I don't remember the boss's name now. He's like this big robot looking dude, and he he does a tank buster, right? He did it. He would do a tank buster, then he turns to the other tank. So the other tank had to taunt and do a tank buster there that was magic based, and then he turned back to you and. You're, that's how you were supposed to do it, right? He'd hit you, he'd hit the other tank, then he'd hit you again, right? That was how you were supposed to do it. I got the idea as a Blood Death Knight. I changed my spec around, and I folk and I and I equipped certain trinkets. I was able to take all three hits and not die. 
because of how I did my talent build. And we could pretty much skip the whole taunting thing. We didn't have to taunt fucking at all. Uh, and we, I mean, you're doing this on heroic mode, you know, the second hardest difficulty. And uh, it felt really good to be able to do things. And this is not only the only example. There are so many things with your build or trinkets or certain gear or certain tier sets where you could manipulate a fight, change how a mechanic works, right? While in Final Fantasy XIV, there's none of that. The only way you can... The fight mechanics are always going to remain static no matter, no matter what. The dance in a fourteen fight is always going to be the same no matter what. The only thing you can do to change it is if you bring your numbers up high enough through, through extra gear that you got, your damage numbers high enough, you could maybe skip a phase. That's the only fucking difference. It sucks that you can't do this in 14, only your high item level are unsynced. Yeah, yeah, you can do that if you're unsynced and you're going back to old content, which I think is fun, but there's... The whole point of an RPG is to make your character yours, right? To to do a build that you find, not just that the internet tells you is optimal, but that you can change. You can, you can like go, wait, I wonder if this would work, and you change, you know, a talent around, or I wonder if I can you know, fucking cheese this mechanic with uh, this ability or, you know, that kind of stuff. And it just doesn't exist in 14. Um, I think I will go to WoW for Dragonflight provided it's good enough. People say it's good. Yeah, it gives more thrill. Yeah, exactly. It gives more thrill of the fight. And again, I'm, I'm being totally pessimistic about Dragonflight too. I want to see what happens and what Blizzard does. But if they truly are going back to character building talent trees uh, and and that kind of thing and open world content as opposed to you know one two player instance content like Torghast. Hey man, I'm all for that. That that's that's fucking great. But um, I mean, but again, this video is not necessarily about WoW. I know I brought up WoW a lot, but that's just because I was just doing comparisons to how a system should be in a game. And it's not even that Final Fantasy XIV does this system poorly. It's that it doesn't do it at all. These systems don't exist in Final Fantasy XIV. They just flat out don't exist. I mean, the closest thing XIV had was in A Realm Reborn were stat distribution points, if you guys remember that. It was very, very lukewarm, and I get why they got rid of it, because everyone would just generally put 20 points or whatever it was into one stat and then call it a day. But... For a game that focuses so much on narrative like Final Fantasy XIV does, and that you're the hero of the story, right? Um, I feel as the player... Excuse me, sorry. You have zero say in your character at all. It's like you're reading a book or watching a movie. You can customize your character's appearance, which is good. You can do glamour, make yourself, your character look the way you want in the armor you want, which is good. You can get mounts that you like, that, you know, you feel go with your character. That's good. But outside of that, you can't change your build. You can't change talents. You can't change play style. You can't find gear that changes the way you play. You can't change what your character does in the story. You can't make different decisions in the story um, to affect the world. And shit, not even just the world, but just your own story that you personally experience. You can't change any of that. Everyone who plays the game is going to have the exact same story experience. It feels like you're just kind of watching a movie, and then in the meantime, you're just logged into a chat room with a bunch of weebs, you know? <laughs> and not to shit on weebs, man. I'm just saying, like, that's what it feels like. If only to really try another MMO. Yeah, you never really did uh wow, did you? Um never really gave it a good shot. I mean, which is fair in Shadowlands you don't want to that was a bad time to play the game. Uh but we'll see what Dragonflight does. You go the same path the other players go. It loses a spark as time goes and the more you play it right. 100%. Um What if you don't want to be the hero? What if you want to be the villain? What if you want to just be this neutral peasant that doesn't give a fuck? You can't. You have to do the story. In sandbox MMOs, you could do the story if you wanted, and it was tough to follow because it was mostly done over, you know, in text. Not, there was no voice acting back then. But you didn't have to participate if you didn't want to. Um, that ultimately is what caused me 
just not be interested in playing Final Fantasy XIV anymore. I couldn't log in and progress. I couldn't alter my character or change up how he played. I could get better at my rotation, but that's it. And try different jobs, but then I run into the same problem. Savage mode seemed to have no point. The gear has no point. Uh, and it just felt the best word I can say to describe it is it just felt so numb and blah. I mean, when WoW started going to shit, I actually got upset and frustrated because there were points in the past, you know, and I'm mainly talking about like Vanilla, Burning Crusade, Wrath of the Lich King, that the game was so good and to see it turn into what it had, where it was so dumbed down, um, that, and I was passionate about the game, that made me frustrated, right? I was like, fuck, dude, this game used to be so good. Uh, and now look at it. While with 14, when, when I finally figured out why I wasn't enjoying it anymore, it didn't bum me out. I was like, oh, oh, that's it. Okay, I'll go play something else. You know, it, I didn't feel like I lost a huge emotional investment. I had fun while I was there, but it was, uh, yeah, whatever. I didn't feel a real attachment to my character. Um, the early pacing for me was bad. Early quests were an elementary school pacer test with only two to three abilities, 2.5 2. second GCD. It was growing to the point I felt compelled to buy a skip. Uh, that's, that's fair. That's 100% fair. And, and you know what? I think, and this is just a personal opinion, I have no evidence to back this up. I think a huge portion of Final Fantasy XIV players, when XIV A Realm Reborn just came out, I think how they got way more people playing the game than expected. And this is not to shit on XIV and saying it was a bad game that got lucky on a fluke. I'm not saying that at all. But I think because WoW was doing so poorly and the decisions Blizzard was making were so shit at that time, uh, that people were just happy it wasn't WoW. And WoW was the, the leading MMO, so people that were playing WoW were looking to go somewhere else because of how bad WoW had gotten. So I think that's how Final Fantasy XIV got some people, is off the failure of other companies. And they deserve it. Like, they deserved... The companies that lost those players deserved to lose it. And Square deserved to get it because they were there um, doing something, you know, that was enjoyable. But... Overall, if you really look at the core systems of Final Fantasy XIV, it's missing one of the most crucial systems ever, which is player progression and player power, player building. It's missing those completely. And its endgame structure hasn't changed at all from A Realm Reborn. It's still just tomes, crafted gear on a never-ending repeating cycle. And the, to and the crafted gear and the gear you get from Savage and the gear you get anywhere else does not change your character's power outside of how fast you can kill the raid you got it from. Again, doesn't change the way your character plays. Doesn't change your rotation. You, 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 I feel like, I think in 14, I just feel like a bystander most of the time when I logged in to my own character, right? I was watching somebody else play almost. And I could have no real impact on how my character performed outside of, you know, 100% memorizing each fight like a dance and my rotation. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you should be able to just pick some talents and have a certain set of gear and you're unstoppable. And you shouldn't have to learn your rotation and get good, because you should have to be good at the game. You should have to practice rotations. And, but you should be able to fuck around with things, change things. Make your character yours. Anyway, those are the, that's the main reason why I, I, I stopped playing Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, it got to the point where me making content for it, even for my YouTube channel here, or streaming it, got it's, it's insanely boring. Uh, you look at, and I see it all the time, uh, when you watch certain streamers, and this doesn't just apply to Final Fantasy XIV, but you, you watch certain streamers and they're playing the same game every day. And you can see the, the, the fucking deadness in, in their eyes, right? They don't want to be playing that game. But they have to because their livelihood depends on it. My livelihood does not depend on my YouTube channel. I don't do Twitch anymore. I only stream here now on YouTube. Uh, but they're... I actually feel bad for them. They're stuck playing something that they don't even enjoy. Um... 
for their livelihood. And that's why I'm not going that route. I'm going to play a game. I mean, Elden Ring is a perfect example. Elden Ring, you can make so many different builds. There are some that are better than others, obviously. There's shit that's broken and overpowered and shit that just flat out sucks. But even with the shit that flat out sucks, you can still be successful with it if you're good and you get the right gear, right? And you. That's how an RPG should be. And I get that it's harder to balance in an MMORPG, especially an MMORPG that has any semblance of PvP. But that's not an excuse. Part of role-playing is being able to decide what role you are that isn't just designated. And how you play the game isn't just designated by the developer. It is what it is. You should be able to alter things. What's up, Imaginator? How you doing? Um... But yeah, guys, anyway, what are your thoughts on, uh, on Final Fantasy XIV and what I've, what I've talked about? And again, if, if you came in the stream late, you can always rewatch it uh, because all my VODs instantly get saved and are rewatchable on my streams. Um, so yeah, I'm interested in what you guys think about what's been talked about so far. Because, I mean, I definitely see people, I mean, people get so frustrated and get so offended if you say anything negative about 14. And that's, that's something I'm still trying to figure out why. Because, I mean, any other game I've ever played, if you, if you critique it, you know, obviously if you say, man, this game, this game sucks and you suck if you play it then yeah, that's stupid and you're, you're going to get met with just as much hostility back as you put in. But when you, when you honestly critique a game and then people lose their shit like you're, you know, like you're doing an, a personal attack on them, I don't understand that at all. Which is why I preface this stream with, I'm not attacking you personally. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Um... Uh, I don't play any MMOs, but I'm waiting for uh, to see what SC does with 16, hoping it doesn't suck like all the past single-player ones have since 10. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I understand. Uh, you'll have to let me know how it is, because I'm not buying a PlayStation 5, man. I'm not getting boned again on another new console. Um, it's completely true. Yeah, and I don't understand it. Um, who knows, man? It's a mystery. It's a total mystery why people get a... Treat, treat your critique, your honest critique of a game they like as a personal attack. Um, yeah, 16 is from the tactics team, so it's got hope. But yeah, like, you, and you only see it, I've noticed, in movies and games, right? Especially like superhero movies. But like, I've never heard anybody say, you know, hey man, I don't like McDonald's. And someone go, like, oh man, you son of a bitch. McDonald's is the greatest thing ever invented. Like, no one cares. They'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> right? There's a difference between saying, I don't like this thing, and me saying, you're stupid because you do like this thing. Right? But <laughs> people are a bunch of baby back bitch snowflakes these, these days, and I, I have no tolerance for it. Uh, but... Ultimately, yeah, guys. Uh, so if you came in late, uh, feel free to rewatch the, the, the stream and you'll get a full picture of why I decided, why I quit 14. I haven't played it in months and I, and I don't plan on going back. Uh, and you'll, you'll be able to see. And you know what? I'm not trying to shit on it or, or Yoshi P or anyone who likes it. I think, I think it, it, for what it does, which is pretty much like a, an interactive picture book, it does a very good job. And the story's great. The music's fantastic. The graphics are wonderful. This, the, the spell animations are great. But you feel like a third wheel in your own game, in your own character, you know? That you're just holding on and along for the ride. I think people get pissed at criticism when they have emotional ties to a game. Nostalgia often elevates mediocre game to timeless one, but the eye of the beholder. Yeah, I mean, that's totally true. People definitely uh, let nostalgia overrun. But in Final Fantasy XIV's case, it's not even that old of a game to where I think nostalgia can really kick in. I don't think I don't think nostalgia plays a role in fourteen. Um, but yeah, it's definitely because they have emotional ties to the game for sure. 
Party Finder Savage Rage made me quit Final Fantasy XIV for good. Yeah, and it read bad. It probably made you, it probably made you feel even worse when you realize that even if you didn't quit and you were able to clear the content in Party Finder Savage, the gear you got was meaningless. You, the gear you would have gotten from it was was pointless. Didn't change the way your character played. Didn't make your character stronger for the next patch or, or PvP or for world content. It just it just made you, if you wanted to go back and do the Party Finder Savage difficulty again, you could kill it faster. That's it. So it's um, it, it's just so pointless to me. Time investment is one way to get attached. Yes, time investment. There's a sunk cost fallacy, right? So time investment is very important. But what I realize is um, I always had to ask this, and this is what made me quit WoW too for a while, was I said, okay... Am I getting back enough from the time I invested in the game? And for the longest time in WoW, the answer was yes. The day that hit, no, I'm not. That's when I quit WoW for quite a while. Um, and then I realized with Final Fantasy XIV, the time I invested never gave me anything back. Because those systems in the game of progression, I view them giving back my time investment and, and, and respecting my time investment as my character slowly but surely getting more powerful and stronger and, and doing better things. That never existed in 14, and that's why I felt this nagging in my, in my soul, I guess, so long when I was playing 14, was because I never, when I really looked at it, I'm like, I've never got my ret a return on investment because my character has never, ever gotten stronger in that game. I've gotten some new abilities with each expansion, got to see some new raids, some new dungeons, but my character... Never got weaker, but also never got stronger. It was static. But my character in WoW and Assurance Call, I could see and feel the power difference the more I played. Even non-MMO non games, Elden Ring, Dark Souls 3, Final Fantasy 4, Final Fantasy 6, Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 8, Final Fantasy 9, Final Fantasy 10, Final Fantasy Tactics, Zelda. I could feel my character and see my character get stronger the more I played, the more time I invested in the game. That does not exist in Final Fantasy XIV. Also, trying to find a static is harder compared to other MMOs. I agree with that, too. There are some, there are some hardcore people in there, Red. There are some... Man, I used to be a, a, you know, a cutthroat raid leader in WoW, and I, I was even surprised at some of the shit people pull in that game. I wish fourteen had a better community because most of them do not want to admit that most aspects of the game are not that great. Well, of course, because if you admit that something you put 5,000 hours in was not that great, you're going to feel like a dumpster fire, right? As someone who's 5,000 hours in 14, I experienced lots of things like drama, housing. Yeah, drama. The, all the drama, too, yeah, is people flipping the hell out all the time. I don't get it. Yeah, those are just a cap. What do you mean? Cap on what? Came in kind of late, Romagus. I'll reiterate some things though for you. But you, I know you can go back and watch the, the VOD, and you probably will. But Final Fantasy Eleven is better than fourteen. You know, having played eleven, it's been a long time since I played it. I'd have to agree. I'd agree with that. At least there was character progression in eleven and character building in eleven. That doesn't exist in fourteen. Those games also have a cap. Yeah, I'm, what I'm saying though, Romagus, I'm not talking about like a limit. So what I'm talking about, Romagus, is every time I played those games, yeah, for exactly every time I played those games, yeah, there's a cap where you can't get stronger. That's that's true. That's and that's not necessarily what I'm saying. There are very few games where there's not a cap where you can get stronger. My point was that in all those games I listed, every time you played and then you were done for the day, you logged out or turned off your console or whatever, um. Your character, the next time you logged in, would be and feel stronger than it was the day before. You know, you, you did all that work, leveled up, got better stuff, whatever. Uh, perfected your build or whatever, right? There's, there's a sense of progression. There is a cap, but there's a sense of progression. Um, Final Fantasy XIV has no sense of progression. Final Fantasy XIV, it has a cap, but there's... There's no progression. There's, there's no systems where you can build talents, where you can 
customize your character's abilities and skills and or distribute points in certain areas that you want to focus on or change a talent or your and which also when you change these talents changes what your rotation ultimately is depending on what boss fight or what content you're going into whether it's an aoe focus build or a you know a um a single target focus build or a hybrid or or something like that that doesn't exist and that's a core rpg fundamental element uh that exists in not just mmos but in single player rpgs and it's like and it's all it goes all the way back to D D, right it goes all the way back to D D days where how do you want to build your character what do you want them to do what do you want them to be proficient at okay you chose them to be proficient at this but you got to understand that it also comes with the caveat that they're going to be kind of bad and suck at this other thing and you have to be okay with that or pick something else um and that doesn't exist in final fantasy 14 i mean even in wow's scuffed piece of shit talent system that they've had since mr pandaria and thank god they're ditching it um for dragonflight and going back to the old system but making the old system better even then you could cheese certain boss mechanics or get around certain things by uh changing your talents i disagree romagos i'm not talking about choosing a role so for example i gave this example before you showed up right so there's the roles like Tank, healer, DPS. Those are what I'd consider to be roles. Right? You pick that right out of the gate. But a good example of what you can do when you can customize and build your character the way you want to, or not necessarily the way you want to all the time, but to confront a certain challenge. Right? So there was this boss in, uh, when I was still playing WoW, there was a boss in Sanctum of Domination. And he had a tank buster on Heroic that hit like a fucking truck. And how you had how the mechanic was designed in the game was you would have the main tank standing in front of him, the off tank standing behind him, and how he would split his damage up is in heroic he would tank buster the main tank. During that tank buster, the off tank needed to taunt. He'd turn and tank buster the off tank, but that but that second hit, the off tank hit, was an AOE magic attack. And so that split damage between players hit. So the this the off tank had to have everybody in the else in the raid, the DPS and healers, stacked on him to help absorb that so that the tank wouldn't get one shot. And then he would turn back for the third time and do another physical single target tank buster on the original tank, right? So that's how you were supposed to do the mechanic is tank buster one happens to main tank, second tank, uh, off tank uh, taunts. Uh, the group stacks, shares it, main tank taunts back, and then he hits the main tank again. I went into the build and I was like, hey team, I think I can, I think I can change my build and which trinkets I have equipped. Because, you know, in, in WoW, trinkets and tier sets change your rotation and change how your character plays and what things you can do with your talents. Make some talents that were shitty better, make some talents that were already good really fucking great. So, in certain situations, not in every situation. So what I did was I changed my talents around, um, my more magic defensive focused talents around. Uh, I put on the most defensive proc, uh, not proc, uh, activation, so I have to actually use the trinket in combat, trinkets on. And then I stood there so we could simplify that mechanic and the raid didn't have to run in and stack and then run back out to avoid another mechanic and all that shit. I simplified the mechanic to, I took all three fucking hits. I tanked all three in a row, and that's supposed to one-shot you. And I and I lived through it because I would hit. I had the right talent build that I put together on top of the right trinkets. But not only that, I had to. Ex I couldn't just float there. I had to execute it perfectly. So I had to hit everything, every cooldown, and every uh, trinket in a specific order that I that I worked out. And we we completely trivialized that mechanic. The tank buster mechanic was one of the mechanics in that fight that everyone struggled with because if you didn't have enough people stack for the magic damage, your raid would die. Um, if the tank accidentally took both physical hits, it would die. And I just trivialized it with big brain. But that wouldn't be possible if my character, you know, my tank that I had picked, my death knight, was just a static, I'm always the same as all the other death knights. Because... There's no way I could get gear in that enough gear in that game to get the health to just tank that much damage. It just doesn't exist in the game. I had to do it with talents. So I'm saying is player progression and and player power and player customization 
character customization does not exist in Final Fantasy XIV and never has. The closest it was to it was when they had that stat distribution thing, which is why I agree with the earlier statement. Eleven was better as an MMORPG overall. Um, but yeah, there's there's nothing like that in fourteen. There never has been, and that that's just reality. Well, that's the thing is the reason why there's no there's there's a lack of creative options is because there's there's no options at all because there's no character building in the game, Romangus. There's there's zero. There's no character outside of glamour. There's no character customization. There's no talent trees. Um, the gear is ultimately meaningless. Only thing Savage Gear does is help you clear Savage Mode faster or help you clear an ultimate, but ultimates come once every two years. Uh, where's the progression? Can you take gear you get from Savage and have a kind of an edge or a leg up on people in PvP? No. Okay. Um, for most dungeons, the gear is not going to change anything because uh, they item level sync most dungeons so you can't you can't go in and just blow it up now that you're way stronger with better gear you can't do that so that progression's lost um can you do fates a bit faster yeah that, that that's one place you can feel the progression is when you run into fates and you're overgeared for sure um pvp in itself is completely normalized so two dark knights in pvp are 100 percent the same you know just character build wise so, I'm just saying, like, and again, uh, I, I get where you're coming from, Romagus, but, um, yeah, you can go back to old stuff and steamroll, but outside of getting glamour, there's no point. There's nothing ahead of you that your gear is going to make you overcome, or that your build, your, your character build, you know, perfecting a build is going to help you overcome. Because all, all, all gear does ahead of you, with the journey in front of you, is say, hey, you can't queue for this unless you're at least this item level. But once you're that item level, there's no difference. Um, and again, Romagus, I totally get what you're saying. But I also think you have some bias, because you, you've admitted to me yourself that Final Fantasy XIV is the only MMORPG you've ever played. And eleven, eleven and fourteen, You've played eleven. I know that. But... When you come from a place where there's every other game, and not just MMORPG, but RPG, when you come from a place where the, a core functionality of these games was character customization, I'm not talking about what your character looks like, character building, um, character uh, talent building, customization. Hey, Imaginator, thanks for the five bucks, man. I appreciate it. I don't, my, my alerts aren't working. I don't know why. I have to fix them. I think it's Steam Elements. Um, let me see if it's going to do it. Um, let's see. There it is. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, the, the customization, those were core functionality, just like in a D&D &D game, right? In a D&D &D game, what do you want to be? What do you want to be good at? Where, uh, uh, yeah, and, and it's not just what your character looks like or what gear they have on, like their appearance. I'm talking about character customization and what makes them unique and different from the other people that play a similar role to you. Um, because then the really smart players and the really good players will find ways to break the game. I mean, they're in ARPGs, they're in single-player RPGs, they're in mixed Shit, like I said earlier, even games like Destiny 2 and Division 2 have this character-building feature, which is an RPG feature to its core. And Final Fantasy XIV just doesn't have it. Shit, Eleven has it, where you can, where you can bring in skills from uh, other jobs, you know, and mix and match different, uh, have a job and a sub-job. I thought that was fantastic. What's up, Mish? I'm not defending it. You're using the wrong words to criticize what you don't like. I haven't played the game over a year, but not because there's no progression. Uh, I think you would get better context from Magus. Uh, let me know. You can message me privately uh, when you rewatch the stream from the beginning because I went into a lot more detail uh, and I progressed to how I got to where I am. You came in kind of the middle of a, a last some last thoughts. Need a bunch of uh, titles and a sort of progression mechanic with eventual cap. Say those games have progression mechanic. Um, I'm saying that it's not just a similar progression mechanic. I say it's a core 
RPG element that single all RPGs, anything with the word RPG in it, so ARPG, MMORPG, RPG, needs to have. And it's missing for me in 14. The only RPG element in 14 is choosing a class, a job. Right, and that's completely changeable, which I think is great. I think it's awesome you can play all the jobs on one character. Um, um, and that's okay, Romagus. Um, I say agree, disagree. I, what you're describing, I don't think is progression. Uh, power, player power progression and player customization is ultimately what made me feel like I, I like when I played 14. I was just, I mean, the story is good, but I was just watching a story, a movie, and half-handedly participating. You know, like you're sitting in the corner and you're kind of getting like a half-hand job from somebody, but they're not really putting in the effort. <laughs> you know, um, building your ability like Terra. I didn't play Terra, but Lost Ark, yes, Lost Ark's character customization is very good. Makes it more fun and makes the character feel like your own. I agree 100%, Baxter. That's what I'm trying to say. It's vertical progression versus horizontal. Um, yeah, and I would say... That's true, Romagus, but I would also say that the vast majority of the progression in 14, the the vertical um, progression, I mean, the horizontal progression is just the story, right? You progress into the story, but you have to. You have no choice. If you don't do the story, you don't progress. End of the day. 14 doesn't really have any horizontal progression. It's, uh, it has vertical. Yeah. Um, especially in this expansion, there are so many cutscenes in M. Walker. The point to skip them all. Um, it's only 12 hours of actual content. Yeah. That's fair, too. Like I said, that's why I feel like 14 is like watching a movie, right? For me. I like the story. Um, but I don't feel... I have. I don't feel like... Like, I, I know a big reason when people quit World of Warcraft back when people first started mass exiting that game. Um, the reason why people stuck around that didn't want to play anymore, but they still stuck around, was the sunk cost fallacy. The whole, you know, they felt this emotional attachment to their character for so long. And I think partially it's because they invested so much in that character and doing builds and getting certain gear. Because gear in WoW changes your rotation. It changes, so does the talent selection. It changes how your character fucking plays. And you can switch it up, but back in the day, that was kind of came at a cost. Now it's free. I'm not going to get into a debate of which one of those is better, but um, they felt that investment because the character felt like their character an extension of themselves, right? And I I understood it, um, but with 14, when I quit, uh, I didn't I didn't feel that at all. I didn't feel really any attachment to my characters uh, because I just felt like I was let on rails for. You know, for years, I mean, and you can't even pick 90% of the time what your character does in a cutscene. It just plays, right? You progress vertically through stages of savage mode or loops of progression. But the thing is, though, is it, the reason why Romagus I don't consider that progression is because the savage mode, the gear you get from savage mode serves no purpose outside of letting you do that same savage mode that gave you that gear faster next time. Or giving you help, you know, a bump to do the ultimate raid, but they only put one ultimate raid out every two years. So that, that doesn't seem like an enough incentive to do it. The storytelling is good, but the RPG element is just lost in the game. Um, and I wouldn't even so much say RPG. I mean, I get what you're saying, Vox. I would just say, like, the... Yeah, the RPG element in terms of pen and paper RPG ideas, I would agree. Uh, to say there isn't progression is an incorrect way of describing what you don't like about the game. Um, but... I think you and I have different definitions of progression, Romagus. Uh, I know words have meaning. Um, what, I can, what I'm talking about when I say progression is my character uh, being stronger based off of decisions I make and how I build my character. Building a character does not exist in Final Fantasy XIV. You cannot build your character differently from another. You can shift some stats around and maybe have a slightly faster GCD than someone else who plays the same job. You can get better at your rotation, which is a skill thing, but the game provides no system to customize how your character plays optimally. It does not exist. Um... 
Uh, and like me just says, Savage Gear from previous tiers should progress into the new tier. See what I do there? Yeah, I see what you did there. I, I think it should too. That would give people more incentive. If you're like, dude, if I beat Savage uh, in this tier, whatever tier we're on, um, Savage in the next tier is going to be, I'm going to have a leg up, right? I'm going to have a leg up on next tier. But that doesn't exist because Crafted Gear is the way it is. Um, all right. All right, Dragon Crusader. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, thanks for coming by. But let me see. Where's the, the time here? Been late for an hour. Um, the reason I did Savage Rays from last year. I mean, I, I know a lot of people that only did Savage or any kinds of content, many kinds of content in that game for Glam. And I'm not going to shit on those people. I get it. I went back in WoW and did a bunch of shit. And I even in 14, I went back and unsynced shit because I wanted the Glam. I get it. Glam is a real thing. Different jobs for different situations, different play styles. Lack of horizontal progression, what you're describing, but saying doesn't have progression. Um, it doesn't have progression in, in the way I see RPG progression. Yeah, you can progress and get better. You can get more skilled at the game. You can do better. Uh, but the thing is, too, is something we've seen very clear from party stacking is um having certain jobs outside of you know the the niche buff jobs like ninja that does like you know trick attack or uh a dancer that provides a dance buff or whatever outside of that you can go into any content with any comp you want which is fine and, and be just as successful but there's there's the only time I've seen in 14 where it's like we can skip this mechanic is dude the community figures out to tank LB3 here or something like that like tank LB3 this mechanic and you can skip this thing and that that's cool that's awesome but that's just figuring out a way around as opposed to um you know like oh man this fight has like a phase where there's a shitload of ads so let's everyone who's in the raid Change up to a single target slash hybrid, AOE hybrid or straight AOE will be fine. Like you can't do that. Um, outside of perfecting your rotation, two jobs are uh, two people or ten people of the same job, or it's going to play exactly the same. I feel like every MMO is streamlined and it makes the game meaningless. I'd agree with that too. A lot of MMOs, most MMOs are streamlined. I mean, you got the Korean grinder MMOs, right? Where like Lost Ark, which has a lot of character customization, has some really good systems, but then it's hampered by pay to win microtransaction bullshit, you know, and gating. And all, all MMOs and online games gate everything now. And that pisses me off too. That's not, that's not unique to Final Fantasy 14. Um, but it's, uh, there's a lot of that's why I've always said we kind of need we we need the sandbox shit to come back, which is what Ashes of Creation is claiming to be and what they're claiming to bring WoW back to its roots with Dragonflight with making the open world where all the content is outside of the raids and bringing back the old PVP, I mean not PVP, the old uh talent system but making it better, getting rid of the shitty one they put in, bringing back master loot. Um, we'll see. I have a whole lot of faith there. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that's that's ultimately it, guys. That's I've explained why I ha what what caused me to finally go realize for me anyway. And I'm talking me, my own personal opinion. What caused me to lose interest in 14 to stop playing? Um, and what I finally found out was missing. Um, oh, I know that too, Romagus. That's what I'm saying is you need both, though. Gear, skill, and and talent. I mean, not talent. Like, uh, character customization should all be factors. Gear shouldn't guarantee you a kill. Um, skill, I'm okay with skill guaranteeing you a kill. That's fine, but, like, some of the most skilled people do it. But the thing is, is, uh... Just mastering something, like mastering a rotation, isn't enough for me to make me feel like I've become more powerful. Um, that makes me feel good. I think just skill alone definitely belongs in games like, you know, like Mortal Kombat. Just skill, man. But that, those games aren't designed as RPGs. RPGs have all these elements. Uh, 
Because for me, my my roots for RPGs go all the way back down to D and D, and I think that the core the core fundamentals of D and D are what should prevail, and not just prevail, but exist at least exist in every RPG type game. Perfect example again, Elden Ring of recent release, Elden Ring, Dark Souls three, but Elden Ring even more so. So perfect. How many builds there are? Your skill really matters. Your gear kinda matters. Your build fucking really, really, really matters. That's how, in my opinion, how it should be. Uh, so what's next for me? Um, hold on, let me see what Mies was saying here. Um, everyone being the exact same is also made worse by homogenizing all the jobs and roles. In Heaven's Word and Vanilla, every job at least had some personal flavor. Yeah, and, and Final Fantasy XIV, man, isn't the only one guilty of that. Wow, did that. A lot of games do that. They homogenize shit because it's easier to balance and developerize. Less time, less developer dollars spent. Yeah, Fortnite. No. Yeah, I'm going to get as good as Ninja at play Fortnite. Does that guy even still play? Even stream anymore? I haven't heard of that guy since he went to Mixer and then Mixer ate shit. I haven't heard anything about that dude. Uh, no, for me, um, I'm still playing Elden Ring. Um, I've been bouncing around a little bit with just some of the boys in Destiny 2. I'm not really hardcore playing anything right now because I beat Elden Ring three times. So I didn't, um, you know, really do that. I'm obviously still keeping my eyes on uh, um, the the WoW expansion that's coming out. I don't think it'll be out till quarter one of 2023. Uh, I probably won't play Wrath the Lich King Classic. I played all that. I, you know, I just, no, I'm not interested in replaying old shit. Um, as good as Wrath was, no, nah, I'm not going back for that. Uh, but I'm definitely still... You know, keeping an eye on Ashes of Creation, because I think out of all the announced games, God knows when we'll see it, but out of all the announced games, it, I think it has the most potential, but I'm not getting my hopes up too high. Uh, but I'm going to continue to stream games here once a week. Uh, once I get into my full swing, uh, every Tuesday I'll be streaming a game here on YouTube. And then uh, Thursday, there are always going to be these discussions. So for next Thursday, um, I haven't decided on a topic yet. If you're part of my Discord, you can give suggestions. Uh, but once I decide, and it's usually by the end of the week, so by Saturday or Sunday of this week, I'll decide, and then I'll put up my stream notification on YouTube so you know what the topic is and what the video is, and you'll be able to see when it's going live uh, on my on my YouTube channel. So, yeah, that's uh, I'm, I'm going to keep doing this and keep putting out content uh, on my YouTube channel. I don't really do Twitch anymore because Twitch is so saturated with, you know, 350 million dudes that all are trying to be Asmongold at once and I'm just not interested in being a part of that. I want to try Wrath Classic, but Blizz already sending out surveys for Death Knight boost, so unfortunate. Yeah, of course they are. Of course they are. Uh yeah, I'm not gonna play Wrath Classic. I, I played Wrath um when it came out. It was fucking great. One of my favorite times in WoW, but I'm not doing it again. Uh, I want something new. So anyway guys, thanks for coming in, contributing to the conversation. I hope you all been watching uh Amber Heard and uh and Johnny Depp's trial. What a joke. Uh, that's been, I don't really pay attention to it, but I've seen some clips and they made me laugh. But, uh, yeah, guys, thanks for coming by, uh, for the follow subs. Thanks for the donation, uh, Imaginator. I really, really appreciate it. Um, but I'm going to keep, yeah, keep putting out content for you guys. Keep having discussions. I'm going to definitely try to do some collaborations and get some more people, um, in on these. I had one scheduled for my very first one and it fell through, uh, for various reasons that I don't want to get into. But it ended up not happening. But um, yeah. Uh, after the video's over, guys, please share uh, share and like my stuff if 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 you like it. It really helps me a lot. Uh, take care, guys. Have a good one. And as always, keep it real.